Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, episode number 10. I'm your host, Heather McDonald, and today we are talking about the Desire Map. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. This is the very first guest podcast of this year of this podcast although it's technically the second guest podcast because poor Stephanie was dragged into the office a year ago to try to do this the first time we were doing the kick-ass podcast remember I said there was like 18 iterations of this she was the victim of iteration number probably five (laughs) or so and now that we're on one that's actually been published and everything now this stuff has to get real So Stephanie Johnston, she is the owner and creator developer of the Goddess Gatherings, which I had the absolute pleasure of attending this summer. And it's a day to get in touch with your core desired feelings and figure out how you're going to live your life around them. So thank you so, so, so much, Stephanie, for coming again (laughs) on the show. It's amazing. And we've actually been here for like uh, about an hour and a half talking. So now we're actually going to podcast. <laughs> Welcome and give us a little sort of background on what exactly it is you're doing. Okay. So what I'm doing with the desire map is what you think. Yes. Well, I'm a desire map facilitator. So there's about 500 of us across the globe now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's really good. And what happens basically is similar to what happened to me, you find the desire map, it directly changes your life. And then you just want to share it with other people. And there just happens to be a facilitation program that you can do so. So I'm going on year four now of being a facilitator. And let's just say I found what I'm meant to do because it's, it's branched into other things, other workshops, other events, and it lights me up and I get to meet people like you. And now you're making money at it. And I'm making money at it. Yeah. So I guess to your listeners who are all business orientated, just as long as your business is you. you Is it? Yeah. As long as it's aligned. Yeah. Like be the exception, you know, because I remember when I had a home staging company that I tried to do, I couldn't, I couldn't explain what that was to people. But now that I'm doing what I do, even though it's so out of the box, I can very much own. So even the elevator pitch became easier when you were aligned with the business you were doing. That's right. So it doesn't matter how crazy the idea is. You're meant for it. Yeah. You feel it in your soul. So that's kind of what we're talking about is feeling things in your soul. So, so many people, including myself in the past, we go through life and we're just, we have happy moments, but we kind of feel like something's missing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever felt that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you just, you're going through the motions. Yeah. And sometimes you've driven to work and you didn't even notice what song was on the radio or how did I even get here? So I guess by finding our core desired feelings, which is the language of our soul, we find a way to really ground and anchor into what we need. So everybody has core desired feelings. Some people try them on for a year or two and find new ones as you evolve, as you Mm -hmm. start to embody them. But through my retreat process, you will uncover your core desired feelings. So you're going to leave there with your words that you literally repeat almost as a mantra every day before you wake up. 
and you make your decisions. Yeah, seaweed. (laughs) You make your decisions every day from that place. So your, your tough decisions, your easy decisions, everything comes from that place inside of you because we all have that inner wisdom. We all do. It's just a matter of listening to it. So if you'd like, we can try to do a little bit of examples here for the listeners. Like, absolutely. Well, I was thinking the, the best way I remember you explaining this at the retreat, you start making decisions rather than what do I want to do? Yeah. Which is what we all do. Um, we make them based on how do I want to feel? That's right. And that it changes the story. It changes everything that comes from a place of the end result rather than right now. So it's even helped me do longer term thinking because I'm like, well, yeah, but is this, this is what I want to do right now, but is this going to be what I want? Yeah. So you get to think of it in a lot, you know, broader way. So yeah, jump into like like some, because I know this can be kind of an esoteric topic and Mm -hmm. people are like, okay, how do I want to feel happy? Okay. Now what? So yeah, if you get into more of the like examples of some of the best ones you've heard or mm-hmm. how people have used them. Yeah, I guess it's a lot about kind of enjoying the journey along the way, setting up your life in a way that really serves you and how you want to feel. Um, so one of my words, how would I use that as an yeah. example? So one of my words is sanctuary. I choose to have my home a certain way. I choose to have my office a certain way. Everything in my life feels like a sanctuary to me. And I make that decision. Um, I don't know if this is making sense. It absolutely is. <laughs> absolutely. hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause I'm thinking about the decisions that you would make like right down to picking colors, That's um, picking furniture. I'm not going to buy the cheaper Kijiji version. I'm going to buy this one because it feels like this. So I have to save up for it a little bit more or whatever. Like it's saying like more mindfulness when I'm shopping even exactly like only bringing in the things that feel like home being super selective. I'm very much a minimalist. However, I love luxury. So Mm -hmm. this word sanctuary, when I come home at the end of my day, I unlock that door and I smell my essential oils. I have my just everything is just set up. the way I want to feel. And before I found the desire map, people used to always kind of tease me about how it was like, but now I realize, no, that's a part of me. That is who Stephanie is. And it's non-negotiable. And that's the thing we we're in families, we're in relationships, we're in co-working spaces. We need to realize that certain parts of us are non-negotiable. We have to honor those parts of us Mm -hmm. because when we fill those parts of ourselves, we're so much more awake and so much better for everybody. Else. So one lady came to a retreat and she found herself in the hot tub and she just kept wanting to push down. Every time she'd float off, she'd just try to push herself down. And then she just had that connection. I need to float. I need to let myself relax a little bit instead of going against the current. Yeah. So just having those words that really direct your life. So did she end up going with float? Yeah, that was one of her words. That's fantastic. Because a lot of people fight against resistance or you try to let go of resistance, but just saying float becomes, that's something I can picture. Yeah. That's something I can hang on to. 
That's right. Now, a lot of people do word of the year and everything like that, which I absolutely love. But this process is more, we do a little bit of exfoliating about what's not working. Mm -hmm. We do a little bit of like, you know, the real stuff where you have that awareness of what's not working. Because many times when you look at what you don't want, then you see what you don't want. That was the part where I cried at your retreat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I find that's the best place to create from. Yeah. Saying, okay. I've reached a rock bottom. Something needs to change. And for many people, it's been years. It could be 10 years, 15 years. We want to get you back to that place. I don't know, like a time where you used to just love listening to music and going on road trips and you felt free and light and easy. How can you incorporate that into your life today? But it helps you in your business as well. Like I have business cortisar, mine are premium. Everything needs to be premium, beautiful and transformational. Mm-hmm. So everything I put out there, whether it be a video, whether it be um, written work or a retreat I'm hosting, I always make sure to come from those places. And it does feel like a root, like it mm-hmm. feels I'm grounded, I'm anchored, and I'm going to create this. And if something doesn't feel like those feelings, then it's not a fit. Um, so can you give us a very, like, this is a super high level view because there is a book, there is a journal, there yeah. are retreats, there's all kinds of stuff. But what are a couple of questions that people could ask themselves to determine their own core desired feelings? Well, things like how would it feel when you're selling what you sell? How would you like to feel when you walk into your office? How do you want to feel when you get into your vehicle? Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel? When you see your significant other in the morning, how do you want to feel when you're alone? Um, What would that feel like? Yeah. So trying to envision maybe a dream that seems so far, what's the best way that that would feel? Um, Sometimes if people are drawing a blank, I could direct them back to thinking of a time where they did feel joy or they did feel a little bit of happiness and then dissecting that. Yeah, that's what you have. You were saying to me, what was the end? Picture the end of a really good day. What were you really proud of? How did it feel? What were the feelings of pride around? And that was when I came up with the word accomplished. Yeah. Because when I feel as if it's a good day, I feel accomplished. Yeah. And then it's kind of like the root and the fruit. So, you know, one of my words right now is freedom. Some of the fruit of freedom. So freedom's the tree, it's the trunk, it's the root. Um, but with freedom comes adventure, mm-hmm. road trips, um, creation, like creating things in my business. So recognizing that, yes, we want to feel all of the feelings, but what are the feelings that really drive us? Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. Cause it keeps people away from being saying like, I want to be free. I want to be calm. I want to be happy. Yeah. And leaving it on the piece of paper and then walking away. That's right. And the reality is we are humans and we have ups and downs. And what I love about what I do is I don't just focus on just be happy. It's how can I feel better? How can I snap and shift? How can I choose a better feeling thought? And it's, it's that awareness that you have and then that decision to go in a higher vibrational frequency. So it's, I'm feeling like crap. How can I feel better? How can I be more loving? How can I open up a little more here? What am I missing? Yeah. Um, even asking yourself things like, how can I have more fun right now? 
or, you know, how can I enjoy this more? Yeah. So yeah, even if you're sitting at your computer and you're feeling like, oh, this is hurting my eyes. Well, how do I want to feel? Maybe I should get some blue blockers. Maybe I should go go walk around and have a protein shake. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, how can I just feel a little bit better? Because when you are making yourself feel a little bit better, things just open up in your business. And in your life, like it's in 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 your life. And if somebody's going home every day from their job and they're going home and they have nothing to offer and they are like, you have to do the grind and you have to do the hustle. Two words that I really freaking hate or grind and hustle. Yeah. Cause they, they make it sound so awful. Like yeah. it's, I don't want to grind anything, any part of <laughs> me. No. And hustle is exhausting. So if you go at the end of the day, I kind of have like, I had two speeds. I was like off or on yeah. and it was all day, every day, but then I didn't have some, anything to give at the end of the day. And I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs who were there Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is just what you have to do for now to build it up. I'm like, yes, but if that's not serving you right now, is this time to make a shift to bring more joy into your hustle, to bring more joy into your or calm or peace or freedom or whatever? Yeah. So looking at the whole life, not just saying, well, in my business, I'm going to be this, this, and this. Because sometimes in one area of your life, it's fairly easy. Yeah. If I wanted to do this for just my work life, no problem. However, if you're sitting down at your computer and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today. But if you just turn on the words boss, babe, mm-hmm. I'm a boss, babe, or I am empowered mm-hmm. or I take self agency. There's a different feeling towards that. I choose to do this work. Yeah. I freaking hate. And then you feel really proud of <laughs> yes. the work that you're doing when you're doing it, but yeah. you're rooted in your cortisone feelings with whatever that may be. Maybe for you, it's family. So I'm rooted in my cortisone feeling of family. So I'm being a boss babe right here for my family. I'm making sure I schedule time on the weekends or in the evenings for that quality time. I may not have quantity time, mm-hmm. but I have quality time. And I'm, I'm rooted in that word of family because that is so important to me. We have such a life that we could fill. We have so many decisions. We're actually very lucky to have so many decisions, but it can get overwhelming. And if we're not careful, life takes over. So this is why it's so important to have your sacred words that you can ground into and then use in all of, all of your pillars in your life. I remember this summer, my mom was walking into the ocean and she was just like, it's so cold. Every step she'd take, I don't want to, I don't want to. And I was on the shore and I just said, mom, it's refreshing. And the minute I said it, she went right in and she's like, Stephanie, that worked. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Reframing this exact same experience. The stimulus hasn't changed. Yeah. Nothing has changed, but how you view it. Yeah. Yeah. Perspective shift. That's big for procrastination too. Mm. Instead of I have to, I get to, or instead of I have to, I'm doing this because. Right. So that could be actually another, like when we do procrastination round two, that'll be another solution. Why are you doing this? Yeah. If you're doing a thing to propel you forward, go back to your core desired feelings. Is this pushing you forward? And then you can decide whether to do it or not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're procrastinating, you should just not. So core desire feelings would be a time to figure out if this is one of those things telling you this is the wrong choice. Yeah. That's the thing. We have, we have an internal guidance system at all times. Mine seems 
very chatty sometimes and very silent other times. Oh, mine is chatty too. <laughs> and then there's the voices. The, the other ones. You know, like yeah. the self-sabotage and all of that. Yeah. And they all sound the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's having that awareness. Yeah. So what's the biggest transformation you've seen with yourself, with one of your retreat attendees, where somebody came and they were like, core desired feelings are not the thing. I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Because I'm thinking there's going to be people who were like, oh yeah, that's all, that's all fine. If, if you're a super woo-woo person with your crystals and like me, I saged the office before we did this yeah. and all of those things, we're all like, oh yeah, we're in. Yeah. But there are lots of people who could benefit from this that's so much. What, how, how did they transform? Well, I will say everybody who's ever come that has felt like, oh, I don't know what this is. They've all gotten something big out of it. And I love doing that. I love kind of like welcoming, welcoming them in and just being like, there's nothing to be fearful about. <clears throat> and you feel that from the minute you come, there's nothing scary about it. But I would say the biggest transformation was a business lady who went from covering up her tattoos to showing them off at work. So she, in a way she was hiding who she was. Yeah. And then she decided to own who she was. Yeah. And I think she said that she had more success from that. Oh, so yeah. that was a really big transformation. Um, there's been so many transformations. Well, with my own self, it, I went from being a people pleaser to literally like taking care of myself and not in a selfish in way. A way that, no, I'm worthy mm-hmm. and I know what I need. And I'm yeah. here for you too. Yeah. But yeah, I think it changed my life so much yeah. from being a people pleaser and just. Which is the completely out of control. Yeah. That's complete lack of freedom. Yeah. That's. And always seeking approval. And, yeah. you know, my love language is words of affirmation, unfortunately. So like just always seeking outside myself. Yeah. This allowed me to anchor in. So it's just an internal thing that shifts you. So you do now um, seasonal retreats. Yes. Is there, are there other ways that somebody can find out if they haven't hit the season, whether it's people locally here in Atlanta, Canada, or people from outside of there, is there a way to kind of pick Stephanie's brain and find out more about these types of, like, if you want to do a retreat, would you do something sort of on the side? Would you do something? Yeah, I actually offer private gatherings for people for six or more. And if you go on the goddessgatherings.ca You'll see all of my stuff, all of my upcoming and all of that. Big question that I know there's actually two people who are going to listen to this that I absolutely 100% know. The first question is going to be, does she travel? So would you travel to a retreat place if they were, if that, like that would be obviously included in part of the whole deal, Yeah. but would you travel to do this? Or are you so kind of like, I could see you going, well, it depends on what the space is. Cause I have yeah. to like really love the space. I do have to connect with the space. Um, but I would definitely travel as long as I could bring my suitcase full of my, my beautiful things <laughs> and your fuzzy things and your yeah. comfortable things. Cause I don't know if it's the word huga or hygie or whatever. Huga. huga. Yes. Yeah. That is definitely a thing when yeah. you come to my retreats. Like I'm all about the sensory details. So smell, touch, taste, sound, everything. All of the senses are a part of it. I don't touch you, but <laughs> you get to go and enjoy the hot tub, right? Yes. Like just things like that. Just you are just enjoying. But yeah, if the place doesn't have a sauna and a hot tub, I'll still do it. But yeah, I will travel if that's something that can happen. 
I haven't done that yet. However, why resist change as long as I can be rooted in my feelings when I do travel? Exactly. And that would even add to your freedom and your road trip. And your other, there would be other things you'd be pulling in and you'd still get to maintain your, you know, premium and your beautiful. Yes. And you'd still be able to, to have all of those. And it would definitely be transformational just because that's kind of what the whole setup is. Yes. So what would you say to somebody, especially somebody male who starts um, going to a thesaurus? Because I will tell you the very first time I tried to do word of the year and all of those, like going to do a word for this and a word for this. I hit the thesaurus hard and it very much, it was a super masculine energy. It cut me off from feeling the words, I was looking for the correct word. Well, I would say I actually am different than you in that sense. I love the sources. I love dictionaries and I feel you become closer to the I do too, but I felt like it, it limited me. That's why, like I have a huge, I, I love them, but there it's, it becomes like paradox of choice. And is that yeah. the right word? Cause now there's these other, cause you're supposed to have like Three to yeah. five Three to words. Five. Yeah. I think that when you're in the thesaurus, you're not trying to look for something fancy. You're not trying to look for something that you can be like, look at my word. You know, <gasps> it's meant to be something that really resonates with you. So many times the word, okay, everyone wants to feel abundant, for instance, mm-hmm. but abundance is everywhere. It is a little overused. So you don't even, yeah. it's almost like your attention span, you don't even notice the word abundance. <laughs> yep. You know? So maybe in a sense like that, look up other um, synonyms for abundance and, you know, it could be. And find the one that would speak. So somebody might be going with plenty because the word plenty, I always say that the start of a toothpaste tube, that's how I want to feel is that first squeeze out of a toothpaste tube. And I love that you say that because <laughs> I think that Cortezard feelings can be a sentence. Okay, good. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think that because you really feel what you're saying there. It's much better than the word abundant. Yeah. I want to feel how I feel when I get that fresh tube of toothpaste. And I just know I have three more in the closet as yep. backups. Like yes. that is something yeah. that I really yes. feel. And yes, it may not sound fancy to people, but you feel it. Yeah. And that's the thing. That is the key right there. One of our other facilitators, one of her words is, and she, the way she says it, she says, I am before every cortisol feeling, which I really think is amazing. But she says, I am the perfect combination of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And I love that. I want to steal it. (laughs) I love that because we are. (laughs) I am a creative, beautiful, flowing, feminine energy. That's funny because I tried to get down to a word. I tried so hard and I was so focused on getting down to a word. I mean, even saying seaweed, which was one of the words that one of the (laughs) yoga instructor at the retreat actually came up with. And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly, I want to be rooted and flowing at the same time. Because flow just scares me. Float scares me. You're not rooted to anything. Yes. You could end up anywhere. But thing. rooted is too solid for me. I want to have some flexibility. So saying seaweed was like, well, that's not a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and saying but it was first squeeze a of a truth toothpaste tube. That's not apparently I my words are pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is you're not normal for me. Yeah. Um But that, so those, anything goes basically. Anything goes, as long as you feel a connection to it. That's the thing. It's nothing wishwashy. It's like, we need to have a deep connection to it. It needs to drive us. 
It needs to help us in the good times and the bad times. Perfect. Right. I like that because everybody always latches onto them in the bad times and people don't think of those words in the good times. Yeah. And being grateful for achieving your core desired feelings is even another way to take this into everyday life rather than just being a crutch when you need it. One of my words is connection. Yes. And I don't call it one of my words anymore because I feel like I've embodied it so much that it's like, it's just part of staff now. I don't need to work on that. I don't, you know, it's part of me, but I remember, I think it was a year ago, my grandfather was really sick and I was so worried about going to visit, like, just what are we like? I just felt so worked up. Like, how are we going to get the most of this visit? And oh my gosh, how can I not cry too much? And just all of these things. Do it right. Right. Yeah. And then I just said to myself, I stopped and I just said, connection. That's all I need. And it turned out to be an amazing visit and he's still doing great now. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a good example of yeah. in the bad times. Getting yourself out of your Having own a head. healing word to direct yeah. you. Words. Who knew there'd yeah. be so much to words? But it's more of your soul language, really. Yeah. It is deeper than just the word. It's more yeah. of a listening to what your soul craves, needs, feels comforted by, mm-hmm. all of that. That is, that is absolutely, that's fantastic. I definitely, definitely recommend that people follow Steph on Instagram. Thank you. It, she is the goddess dot gathering. <laughs> um, Stephanie Johnston, you can find her on there and on Facebook and definitely check out the website. And with new things that she's coming out with, because she's had a big shift in her business this year and she's developing new things and new ways to reach new people. So she's expanding quite a bit and you can go find her. So we're going to wrap this one up next time is actually, it's really funny was I was scheduling these out. I'm like, Oh, we're doing like desire maps. So we're hitting like my super, you know, feminine woo woo energy and all of this (laughs) stuff. So next time we're doing LinkedIn to go back to the, you know, day to day, normal energy. (laughs) Um, So learning how to use LinkedIn, how best to use it and how you can actually make money from it. If you like what you heard, please let us know. We do live on validation and Steph just as much as me because we are both Leos. Hit subscribe, leave us a review. And if you want to get in touch to see how we can help you in real life, you can find her at thegoddessgatherings.ca. You can find us at hala.agency. And we, of course, are on everywhere, online everywhere as Hala Connected. Until next time, kick ass and live through your core desired feelings. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.